Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. There's a spot in today's podcast where I'll be describing the meaning of the title, Lord of Hosts. If the only thing you get from today's episode is a few moments of worship during that description of one of God's attributes, it will be worth it. We never do anything more important or beneficial than enhancing our conception of what God is like. Okay, so that's sin number one, hoarding. Let's look at sin number two, exploitation. Verse four. Look. The wages you failed to pay the workmen who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. So they weren't paying their employers, employees uh, on time, or they, or they weren't paying them enough or, or whatever. Why not? Well, maybe, maybe it was a bookkeeping problem, or maybe they're punishing that worker for something he did wrong, or maybe it's a cash flow issue, or maybe they're out of town, or maybe they're sick, or maybe they just forgot. Bottom line, they didn't pay them because they didn't have to pay them. They didn't have any accountability. There's nothing. They had all the power. Those poor people, there's nothing they could do. So a little problem comes up in the booking. Eh, just don't pay them. And it doesn't seem like a big deal. That's what they did in that culture. It's a very big deal to God. It's written right into the law of God. Leviticus 19, 8, 13. Do not defraud your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired man overnight. Don't even be one day late paying him. Because he needs that money. Deuteronomy 24, 15. Pay him his wages each day before sunset because he is poor and he's counting on it. Otherwise, he may cry out to the Lord against you. <laughs> you don't want that. Because God hears those prayers, right? And this principle applies, I think, not just with wages, but any time one person has power over another person, right? They have more power. Every one of us has been in a situation where somebody had more power than us. They had the power. We didn't have the power. Maybe not with money, maybe just with influence, right? They're, they have a platform. They're talking about you. They're telling lies about you, whatever. And, and you don't have a voice, and so you can't do anything about it. They have the power, you don't. Maybe it's a man beating his wife. He's got the power, she doesn't. Nothing she can do. Or a big brother picking on his little brother, or a bully. Whoever has the power will tend to exploit people without power. In this country... Uh, business owners had all the power and they mistreated and, and exploited the workers. And so finally the workers formed labor unions. And guess what happened when the, the unions got the upper hand and had the power? They became just as oppressive and exploitive as the, as the business owners. So the government steps in and, and, and then, they, then, then they become oppressive, right? But whether it's the government or your boss or your spouse or a bully or someone who tricked you into signing a contract and now you're bound and you didn't know and now they got the power and it, it, it's just a very painful ordeal to be oppressed by someone and exploited by someone who's more powerful than you and there's nothing you can do about it. But if that's happening to you, don't fret. Don't fret. God will deal with that person. God, he will. Verse 4, look. The wages you failed to pay the workmen who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The very wages are crying out to God. I mean, the money that you got sitting in your bank account that should be in his pocket and it's still in your pocket is crying out to God. That figure of speech of an inanimate object crying out to God, you know what that reminds me of? Cain and Abel, right? 
Remember Cain thought he got away with murder, but then what happened? The blood of Abel cried out to God against him. And at that point, Cain was in big trouble, wasn't he? The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. I love that phrase, Lord Almighty. You know, that NIV says Lord Almighty. Literally, it's the Lord of hosts. Absolutely one of my favorite uh, titles for God in all of the scriptures. Lord Sabaoth, Lord of hosts. The host means armies. He's the Lord who commands armies. He is the commander-in-chief of all the angels in heaven. Now think about why James would use this phrase. It's the only place in the whole New Testament where, where a New Testament writer uses this phrase. He's not quoting the Old Testament. Why does he use such an unusual phrase to refer to God right here? He's saying, the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of, the, of Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of the armies, the commander-in-chief of all the angels, and not just of angels, mankind. He also commands all of mankind. He moves the hearts of kings like a watercourse wherever he wants, Proverbs 16. He sends lightning bolts on their way, and they come and report to him. Here we are, Job. He commands the thunder and lightning and storms and showers and lions and bears and birds and sicknesses and calamities and blessings and prosperity. He commands Congress and city council, all of it. He's the commander. In the book of Jonah, he commanded the sea. He commanded a great fish. He commanded a plant. He commanded a worm. Galaxies and microbes are at his beck and call. He is the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of armies. And when you're being mistreated, you cry out to the Lord of hosts. Why do you think James uses that language? To remind you, okay, he's powerful. This guy hurting me is powerful. Uh, God's more powerful. I'm going to cry out to the one who commands everything. You get ripped off. Don't fret. Whoever stole that stuff from you, they're worse off now. Tom Muller was just telling me about a, uh, somebody that stole a bunch of his stuff just a couple weeks ago. And it, I wish I had time to tell you the whole story. Just all kinds of problems in their life. They're just regretting the day they ever stole that stuff. Um, uh, it cries out against you to God. And whoever took the stuff from you is worse off now. So don't fret about it. God will pay you back. He'll make it right. And, what, and don't envy those people because they're in deep trouble. Deep trouble. When you see ISIS beheading Christians, don't fret. Don't fret. Don't think they're getting away with anything. They're not getting away. Just because the United States military isn't stepping in and doing something at a particular... God is going to... The Lord of hosts is going to deal with them. The, the, the wrath that's coming down on their heads is going to be so violent and agonizing, it would make you squeamish if you saw it. You know, there's some Christians, they just constantly fret about... The government, right? Oh, the governments, they're passing this law and now they're doing this and they're taking our money and they're removing stuff around and they're doing all this and then it's conspiracy and everything and, and they get all worked up. They're always worked up and, and fretting over the government. Don't fret. You, you have the ear of the Lord of hosts in your prayers. The government, the United States government is nothing compared to him. So don't fret. And don't envy them, and whatever you do, don't imitate them. If someone 
does some work on your house, pay him on time. Okay? If somebody is teaching your kids how to play the piano, pay, don't be late paying him. Whenever it's due, pay it. You know, you talk to people like that that teach lessons or they do this or that, and they say, well, there's always some outstanding you know, money that I need to collect. Don't be one of those people. With the outstanding money, I mean, it, 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 if, 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 if some company is providing your house with internet service, pay the bill when it's due. Don't withhold that. It, when you're the one who owes the money, you're the one who has the power. And withholding that money is an abuse of that little bit of power. Don't be like these people in chapter 5. Pay what you owe. That money that rightfully belongs to someone else, if you've got it in your pocket, it is going to cry out against you. That's going to sit there in your bank account and light the whole landscape of your life on fire. You don't want some oppressed person crying out to the Lord of hosts against you. Take a moment to ask yourself, is there anything in my life about which someone might cry out to the Lord of hosts against me? Maybe the way you spoke to them or the way you treat them, or the way you took them in a financial deal, or the way you talk about them when they're not around. Ask the Lord to search your heart and expose anything like that that you need to confess and rectify so no one has to appeal to the Lord of hosts against you to make things right. Let's pray. Father, Lord Sabaoth, commander of the heavenly armies and of the whole world, I bow my knee before you. You are God, the great king above all gods. Show the wonder of your great love, you who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who assail me, from my mortal enemies who surround me. And keep me from ever being on the other side of this prayer, an oppressor, from whom you must protect others. Thank you, Lord, for the countless ways you've protected me just in the last few days, the physical threats that could have injured me, people who might have done me harm, temptations that would have been too much for me. Thank you, Lord, for preserving me, keeping me, holding me, and drawing me back to you when I stray. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.